Coming up on this episode of The Break Room. On Slack, like Eric Voss mentioned yesterday, immediately, like he'd be a great Johnny Storm. Is yeah. there an X-Men? Like he'd be better off playing. And I have to imagine in the back of their mind, Marvel's like, we've got to get him for something because you know James Gunn has his picture <laughs> up on a wall somewhere. Yeah. Welcome back to The Break Room. I'm Brandon Barrick. Who cares? Joining me today, we have Maude Garrett. Maude Garrett. And we also have Hector Navarro. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> today, that was like seven letters, that high. Hi. Hi yeah. That was like Aussie. Today we're going to talk about the Stephen Yun of it all. Oh folks. yeah, uh, Stephen Yun right. and, and the MCU. MCU. Good he, graphic, great graphics, guys. Wow, he's I really like up in the new year, new graphics, folks. People must be buying good riot. <laughs> Stephen Yun is no longer in the Thunderbolts, uh. or so we've been told. But does that mean he's done with Marvel? Gosh, I hope not. Let's yeah. get into it. Yeah, let's. He would. So the story, the word on the street, it was a long time rumor that Stephen Young would be playing Sentry in the upcoming Thunderbolts film. Mm -hmm. uh, in the comic, Sentry is a man named Robert Bob. Reynolds. He goes by Bob. It's kind of like a crazy story in the comics. He he gets his powers through you guessed it the Super, Super Soldier Serum. serum. He when kind are of, they gonna learn? Well, it's like a weird thing where like he was like a meth addict or something, and he stumbles into this laboratory. He takes this stuff. He hopes his drugs. It's not. It creates this like superpowered persona that also has like a dark side. Yes, uh, I really like a dark the passenger void. called the Void. So this mm -hmm. is kind of um, Marvel, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think this is Marvel's Fight Club. Oh, absolutely. Oh, okay, it could be because it's 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 yeah. I think that's a great observation. I feel like it's similar to we just saw Moon Knight. Yeah. Explore right. dissociative identity disorder, yeah. mm -hmm. and that's really more of Moon Knight's thing. But but the Sentry is this interesting aspect where it's. Fight Club, it's also kind of like a reshaping of reality mm -hmm. because what Marvel did with the Sentry story is they said he was like the first or second right. superhero ever. That in Marvel Comics history, the first superhero team that appears is the Fantastic Four. Mm -hmm. And then right after that is pretty much the Hulk, Spider-Man gets bitten by a spider, Thor shows up on Earth, and it's this quick succession of like, and then the X-Men appear, and then right there in the early 60s comics, but basically, if you read them today, it's supposed to have been like 13 years ago, 15 years ago. All the superheroes start appearing. What they did with Sentry is when he rediscovered his power. Right. He had like amnesia this whole time. He had been around. He had discovered his power and he went, wait a minute. I showed up first and I became friends with the Fantastic Four. And be because of my own power and my own mental instability and the void and everything, I basically wiped everybody's memory of my existence I guess kind of like Peter Parker at the end of No Way Home, where like right. now nobody knows Peter Parker, and he had to go and reconnect as soon as like he came back on the scene. Everybody had like new resurfaced memories of like, oh yeah, Sentry. Oh, yeah, I worked with you. I yeah, I worked that. with you. So he shows up to like Reed Richards, and Reed was like, "You're Bob. I we were friends. I remember you." And I think part of the reason he did it was because he had the Sentry persona, who's basically like Marvel's Superman. Yeah, he can do everything. He has the power yeah. of a thousand exploding suns. But the Void, who he thought was just a bad guy that he was fighting, he created the Void himself. Mm -hmm. He created the guy who would show up and be like, I'm the Void. And he would just do like simple bank robberies and he would stop him every but, time. But had different powers completely. Yes. So the Void had it's like... Him. Had some pretty gnarly powers as well. Like he could do what Doctor X could do. He can go into people's minds and change mm -hmm. their thoughts. Like mm -hmm. so, he had like very devious. Yeah. 
ones, but then you had like the superhero, and this is all about balance. Yeah. Because every time he yeah. did a good deed, the yeah. void would do something bad. The void right. had to do something bad. And he to was kind of fighting himself, and so the whole point of the the century storyline, I think the point of those stories is to examine our mind and what we, you know, our identity and who we are as people and, you know, the good and the bad and the balance. Fight Club, go ahead. Well, this just reiterates the fact that I think that Captain America just needed to get laid. <laughs> he did eventually. Okay, take eventually. me take me from that A to C because you just balance. went from A to C. Yeah. Where's the B in there, Mod? What, what what about the century conversation made you think of Steve Rogers not getting any? <laughs> okay, okay. Talk us through it. Talk us through it. Okay, so this guy was, a, you know, little squib guy like he didn't have it was very you know picked on you're talking about steve rogers yeah sure yeah from the get-go a squib he was born without magical powers from magical blood thank you and skinny 98 pounds the parallel you can got it yeah i got you i got it speaking full spectrum nerd here yeah and then he finally gets you know to become a super soldier yeah yeah yeah. and hayley atwell's finally like doing love hard eyes a little bit she touches him yeah touches his booby but then he's so busy being sort of like a weapon for America to save everyone. Yeah, yeah. And then he sacri- he continually has to sacrifice himself. And then the end of his story is that he kind of <laughs> said, I just want to get laid. Mm, sure. <laughs> and and experience love. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Love. Because okay. just, I just felt like, you know. But mainly being Anyone who can't swear or just, you know, uh-huh. if they stub their toe, they can't just say, <clears throat> You know, like they're, I didn't know. They're repressed and it's bad. Yes. Which is are why... You, you, you need ins- balance. Which is why at the beginning of Avengers Age of Ultron, somebody says a cuss word and Steve goes, language. Yeah. And they'll go, did you really just say language? And he goes, I know. I mean, it just came out. But are at you the saying end of that, that movie... Was, you're saying he goes into the ice? Yeah, a little smooch. This is a century episode, but I have to address this. Yeah. You're trying to say he went into the ice of virgin. Mod is ignoring... Absolutely not. Mod Absolutely. is ignoring what Mark Ruffalo Bruce Banner said. Mod is ignoring that, and that's fine. That's her prerogative to do that, because Mark Ruffalo, totally, Bruce Banner, Hulk said he went, he went wild. He, he lost his virginity to a girl in the USO tour in right. 1942. That's really? what Hulk said. Yes. Did you watch She-Hulk? You gotta watch She-Hulk. Yeah. Okay. Also, I the first two episodes. Also, yeah. he obviously the end did. Of the last episode. He I mean, obviously. I don't did. know if it's obvious. He had months. He had months <laughs> when he's on his own on that USO tour with women constantly <laughs> and throwing he, And looking like Chris Evans? Yes. You know what? You're not wrong. But You're not wrong. But it's not long to pay. true. Not to mention, after he's out of the ice, he's doing it some more before he gets back to Peggy, okay? Right, because he doesn't even him and, him and Matt definitely hook up. He go gets, back and watch Winter Soldier. He gets, out in 2000, he gets out in 2011 and doesn't go back in time until the year 2023. Right. So what, There's a lot going on. I want to read his journals. Nah, I want to so write bad. those journals. I don't think you want to read those journals. I'd make them steamy and good to go but i had i had a point a second ago hang on i completely lost well i do want to agree with sentry yeah you mentioned superman now i this might be apocryphal on my part but it was kind of marvel's answer to the popularity of superman a little bit they wanted to create like a superman type character i don't know how much of that is real how much that is i can see it because marvel and dc each have their own in-universe versions of each other's right. characters. Yes. <gasps> Constantly. I would love a whole episode on that one. Director. Yes. That they they so provide, cool. and why do they do that? Because Marvel writers and artists in the 80s wanted to tell stories that were sort of commenting on DC mm-hmm. as a brand and those characters. And DC's Spider-Man. DC's Spider-Man? Mm. Well, Is it Nightwing? I mean, mm. I think there's an assassin called like, Black Spider, I might be wrong, who who showed up in the cartoon show Young Justice 
And because Young Justice was executive produced by Greg Wiseman, he also did the show Spectacular Spider-Man. Mm. And in that yeah, show, for two right. seasons, great show. On Nickelodeon. Uh, in, in Australia, possibly. Yeah, but I right. think Spectacular Spider-Man was Disney XD. Yeah, it was like XD. Or, or I can't remember. But he was voiced by Josh Keaton, great voice actor. Josh Keaton then, as a cameo, voices this mm. evil assassin spider character who's got similar powers to Peter Parker in the show Young Justice, the DC Universe. So gotcha. they made the direct connection right there. Josh Keaton also voices Steve Rogers, Captain America, in What If? Hmm. He also, Josh Keaton's a great heroic sounding voice, young sounding voice. He's great at that. But anyway. That's why Hector's on the, the panel, everyone. Marvel I has, just want to make sure everyone's getting balance in the bedroom. But that's you are important. bringing. Marvel has also had in the past, they've had a character called, a, a team called the Squadron Supreme, which had characters like Hyperion and um, Nighthawk and uh, Princess, Power Princess, who was like Wonder Woman and Batman and Superman. And mm -hmm. they have these characters, I think the Wizard was like their Flash. So they had characters that are direct parallel so that Marvel can take the Marvel characters, brush them up against the DC characters, and they can tell a story about what does that mean? Yeah. What's the difference between the two brands, you know, without actually having to go to DC Comics and go, can we use Superman in the Justice League? Because you can't. So that's Absolutely. why they did that. So Sentry, I think, but the Squadron Supreme exists in their own universe, separate from the, the 616. Mm let's say the sacred timeline. So sometimes it'd have to do like interdimensional things, but the century exists in 616. Right. So it's their Superman analog within the universe. They don't have to do multiverse shenanigans, yeah. but you're right. Sorry, Hank, but you're they, right that they, that they probably wanted a character that was that powerful. Yeah. But to say something more than just a Superman story right. is, well, which is does. mentally, the is a dark, is a dark. I kind of like, you know, if you have that much power, yeah. like a pair of glasses isn't going to fix it. You know what I mean? Like, sure. I really love the notion if you're going to be that powerful, it comes with a consequence. So anyway, back to Sentry. The bill comes due. The most important thing to note about Sentry is that it is producer Evan's favorite card in Marvel <laughs> which is an unhinged Wow, we actually, Look at guys. we actually have that as a graphic. That's impressive. Yeah. Kevin's like, I gotta get if, this to the if team. If you have that, if you play that card, it puts a negative 10 power void on your side. You gotta have Viper to send that to the other side, or at least something to destroy that card. see him again? So this wow. is actually gonna be good for casting. So he is a This is comic accurate yeah. Yes. Yeah. century. This is blonde haired, uh, racially he's white, coded yeah. is white, he's a white character, Bob Reynolds. Um, I think his wife is also white in the comic books. His wife who like moved into Avengers Tower when he became a member of the Avengers. Mm. And yeah, he's a big beefy boy. Big beefy boy. So, you know, he's also Superman. supposed to be middle, middle aged. Like before the serum, he was like quite an average oh, person. Maybe, but I don't know. You get to you, you start take to take the to serum, the everything changes. Yeah. Is Iron Man middle aged or is he always drawn to look like he's twenty nine years yeah, old? Yeah, I don't you know, know what I'm saying? I don't know. It's, he lived hard. He did a lot of partying it in his youth. It depends. Now in the timeline of this philanthropy. Philandering <laughs> and philanthropy. <laughs> yeah. Um so the rumors are around that Steven Yeun was going to be playing Sentry. Then Invincible creator Robert Kirkman during an interview for Invincible Season 2 seemingly confirmed that Yeun was Sentry in like just a random interview where he's talking about Invincible. He just kind of points it out. He's like, I'm okay to say that. Marvel can't do anything to me. I have a picture of like, you know that... Um that game that used to be the arcade things where pinball would pop out and you'd have to whack-a-mole. Yeah, that like Marvel has their own whack-a-mole of people who can't <laughs> keep secrets. And it was like Peter Parker. What's yeah. his name? It was Tom Holland. It was Tom Holland for so long, yep. for so long. And they're like trying to smack that one it's down. Ruffalo. And then Robert Kirkman comes back up, and it's like no matter what, yeah, it's Ruffalo. It's so well, great. And, it was, and Marvel's like, <laughs> yeah. And in the interview, Kirkman's like, well, Marvel can't do anything to me. It's like my guy, they can do something. To your boy. Yeah. You kick him out of the movie. And I also, I feel bad because Robert Kirkman, I think he said in that interview, he goes, this has already been announced, right? Yeah, yeah. And I, the tricky thing is, it's, again, it, the fault is the industry of entertainment journalism that picks up rumors 
from people on Twitter, right. like they're scoopers. And it's like, yeah, Ben, but they haven't officially announced that mm -hmm. stuff and it could be wrong and it could kind of mess people's careers up. And even if something like Hollywood Reporter reports it, I think they were the first ones to be like, we have an exclusive. Alfred yeah, Molina yeah. is going to be in Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. Spider-Man No Way Home, he's coming back. And they were like, and so is Jamie Foxx. And, and they were getting some details, not wrong, but it didn't feel like they were getting the details right because Hollywood Reporter is just like, Jamie Foxx is back. He played. He was in a Spider-Man movie before, and now right. he's in this one. And you're going, that was in another universe. What are you talking yeah. about? Make this make sense. Because Hollywood Reporter did not go, well, in this movie, Doctor Strange is going to open up a spell to different realities mm -hmm. and have all those specifics. So there's these almost like rumor things that get announced, and you go, I'm, I have to wait for Marvel to put an official press release? Yeah. And if they even do it through a Hollywood Reporter, it muddles the water because if, if Marvel is officially announcing Stephen Young is no longer this character, but it's Hollywood Reporter that's doing it on behalf of Marvel, then how are we to know the next time they report yeah. a rumor yeah. that it's also... So Kirkman was probably like, yeah, that's been online. He's the century. And it had been like, online, but, but not officially. Confirmed. It's yeah. not confirmed, dude. You can't. And this was also, you know, last fall... Uh, yeah. We're in the middle of a strike, right? There's not a ton of news. So there was more of that like rumory news making it to established uh, outlets like uh, Hollywood Reporter and Deadline where they can say Marvel yeah. has no comment on this. Yeah. But yeah. Here's they're what still we're out saying. there. They're so still, still putting out it out there. there. Yeah. Well, while we're waiting for the prompter, I want to ask the question Thunderbolts <laughs> as an entity, who yeah. can tell me what about it? I know, but like I want to pass the question on to stall some time. This right. Is, the, uh, Thunderbolts is a really great premise there we go. that um, uh, my favorite thing about the Thunderbolts is this. In the late 90s, they uh, Marvel Comics announced a new superhero team, a team called the Thunderbolts. They put out an image for issue one. All new superhero characters, Citizen V and Tech and, and, and Songbird and all these characters, you're like, who the heck are these? I don't know, they're new superhero characters. They're going to show up. And people, they, they, in the description, that's what it is. Then the issue came out. People went and bought it, read it. You get to the last page. You turn the page and this new leader who's kind of a British or European version of Captain America, he kind of had like a stars and stripes on him, Citizen V, he takes off his mask and it's Baron Zemo. Yeah. And all the other superheroes of this new team, they all take off their identities and they're like, oh, we're previously like B or C or D list villains. We're now pretending to be good guys. And this was at a time when the Avengers were not around. The Avengers had like disassembled dis, dis, uh, or, or disappeared into the Onslaught universe. We'll get to that later. But the point is, is the Avengers weren't around. These villains decided to take it upon themselves to be, to, to lie and pretend they're good. And the whole story is over the course of their story, as they start doing heroic acts, they start to realize... Feels pretty good. Feels pretty good. <laughs> They're like, I want to be good. I don't want to be my bad guy self anymore. And characters, even like Zemo, even Baron Zemo, who yeah. was like, it, you know, in the comic books, a Nazi or the grandson or son of a Nazi. And it's a little different in the MCU. He's like Sokovian. They're still... The, he was like the main guy whose idea it was. And he still eventually has like a character arc. And so that's the best thing about the Thunderbolts. If people don't know what the Thunderbolts is, and they're still men, the Marvel Studios is still planning to do this twist, which I think they could, even if the team is populated with like Bucky and Black Widow and Red Guardian and Ghost, maybe. And that's yeah. who's confirmed in it for the moment. For the moment, yeah. David but Harbour's signed back on. Yes, for it. and Wyatt Russell's going to be in it as uh, his character, U.S. Agent. Yeah, but U.S. Agent. Julia Dr Julia Louis Dreyfus is yep. going to be have in it, her I think. In the image, yeah. So I don't know if they're trying to do a put out a trailer and this is a new team, the Thunderbolts, and then and then you go to the movie and there's something like Zemo's behind it all. Or like yeah. I have no idea what they're going to yeah, do because everyone's like, "Where's Zemo? Where's, Where's Abomination? Abomination?" Yes, because it does seem like right now at the D twenty three two years ago, I believe it yeah. was twenty twenty two when they announced this one, they were like. 
it, it's all just basically super soldiers and ghosts. Uh, and they kind of, when they were talking about it on stage, were very much like, this is a like spy yeah. movie. They, they keep saying that because they want to recreate Winter Soldier somewhere. But it's somewhere. giving Mission Impossible. Sure. The yeah, sure, thing. sure. Are you kidding me? And like, Impossible meets Marvel? Sign. One of my me. favorite run of Thunderbolts oh. was like later uh, when they put Norman Osborn in front of it. In charge of it, and they were all yes. pretending to be the Avengers. Mm -hmm. That's like, the best. Norman was wearing the Iron Patriot suit. Uh, Bullseye was uh, Hawkeye. Like it was yep. great, and they were all just—they were the Dark Avengers. It was awesome. Yeah, great stuff. Yeah, um, and Bullseye I believe, back. I believe Suicide Squad was first from DC, in, in right? Comics? In yeah. comics. So this again is like a thing where like, oh, we'll make a team of bad guys. Yeah, too. but I didn't know that how they were introduced. That's very That initial marketing story. It's such it's a great, great marketing it's success. Great. I'm such a loser that I'm like ha championing hey. the success hey. of marketing. That's good marketing. <laughs> Don't you talk about um, my friend that way. So, so as of yesterday, the Hollywood Reporter is like, Stephen Young is out a century. Yeah. They seem to confirm that. And the reason they're giving is like scheduling conflict. Sure, because which makes Thunderbolts sense. was delayed. It was supposed to shoot last year. Last yeah. year. Everything's been delayed. Stephen Young probably has other things in the pipeline. Beef. Like, have you guys seen Beef on Netflix? Seen beef on so Netflix. Are they doing good. season two? Well, I mean, I don't know if it's got room in that story. It's felt felt, okay. felt, felt pretty wrapped up. Okay. I don't need more from that. I would love a beef with just new characters. Oh my God, Explore amazing. that gotcha. the amazing. concept of anger and self hate and just with other characters. Back yeah. to balance. Well, a lot of the beef team, <laughs> the yeah. beef team yeah. is part yeah. of the creative team for Thunderbolts. So you might hear this story and think like, oh, Stephen Young, he hated the script. Or he hates the director. Right. But it's not because it's like the same team basically from Beef. Mm. Jake Schreier is going to be directing Thunderbolts. Uh, and they hired Lee Sung Jin to do a page one rewrite of the script. Yeah. Uh, and again, this was supposed to film last year. There was rumors that he'd done a costume test recently mm. or like a fitting. But... People get fitted. Uh, John Krasinski got fitted to be Captain America at one point. Right. Everyone goes right. into costume stuff. Yeah. And, and let me. And you know what else I want to say too? This yeah. isn't. I'm not trying to compare because this is a very uh, unique situation. But the fact that like, I have to imagine Marvel Studios is really looking at, especially for some of these key characters. Mm -hmm. Now, a century a key character. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe it depends on what they want to yeah, plan. Yeah, how they do it. But, right? Are you thinking like, something like Century Dynasty happening? Is that the uh, no? What I'm saying is to go to the Jonathan Majors of it is that maybe they're holding off on announcing casting yeah. until the movie is shot, edited, and it's about to come out. Right. If there's a way they can do that, because I don't know, dude. I, you know, I don't think that Stephen Young any news would ever come out for him per se. Mm -hmm. But I feel like casting used to be, hey, we just have to find the best actor for the role. But for these types of roles, now the pressure is, hey, we have to find the best actor for the role and kind of vet them and make sure they're like a good person. Because we need and them for six more movies. Yeah, for like play it for the next a lot of movies and, inter and interact with kids. And it, like, it's, it's, it's a lot. It's a whole big job. It's a huge paying job. Yeah. And it sucks that somebody like Sarah Haley Finn, who's the casting director, has to care about that kind of stuff. But you kind of have to care about right. that. Like, if you're going to cast an actor to play a heroic person, even someone like the Century, who's like split down borderline, you got to, you, you know. I mean, honestly, that's dude, that's part of it. It's like, you gotta, I don't know. Yeah. What can they do? Well, I I, that's why I encourage them to find some no-name people. Let's yes. get some fresh fresh faces yes. in there of yeah. any age. So have to be it poses the question, though, who could be the new Sentry? Well, do they, that, there's multiple questions. Like, who could be the new Sentry? Do they yeah. keep doing Sentry? Yeah, I don't know. It, it, seems, it sounds like there's been a script rewrite at some point. There was a, a rumor, not to get into rumors today, but like a rumor that they were casting for like a, tech-powered team for the Thunderbolts movie. Now, that could be, like, a mid-tier villain for, like, Act mm -hmm. 1 or something. Like it that. is that! 
You just said it. He just said what was in the comics. Yeah. No, now. One of the characters was, God, I'm forgetting that. I think his name was Abner Jenkins, a.k.a. The Beatle, Mm. who was a crappy Spider-Man villain. Okay. And on the Thunderbolts, he was like Tech 4 or something. Or or Mach 4 was his character's name because he had a whole new suit and identity. And it was still (laughs) tech-based. And so Abner Jenkins was like, I don't want to be The Beatle anymore. Everybody's shit on The Beatle. I want to be Mach 4. And he became this like flying robot superhero guy. Uh, it would be cool if it brought back. You remember Spider Man Homecoming, the, the actor that played the Tinkerer? Yeah. The dude that just made stuff for Michael Keaton? Bring mm-hmm. him back. He's out there somewhere. Yeah. Scorpion's out there just yeah. sitting around, just waiting to go anyway, to jail. Uh, uh, I, I don't know. To answer that question, though, is like, it, 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 I can see them using the Sentry character for a Thunderbolt story. Mm-hmm. I can also see them, you brought up a, a later iteration, the Dark Avengers. Right. I can see them holding Sentry until that. Yeah. Because the Dark Avengers, it's this great thing where after the Thunderbolts is around for a while, at one point even Clint Barton, Hawkeye, joins and tries to kind of put them on the straight and narrow. Like he knows that they're former villains and Hawkeye's like, no guys, like when I first came out on the scene, people thought I was a criminal as well and I got arrested and I fought Iron Man, but you can be good. And so he tried to fix them. Years later, after Captain America died, so right now in the MCU he's retired. Steve Rogers is retired at least. Sam is going to be Cap. Um, Norman Osborn was trying to rehabilitate himself. The Green Goblin. I'm no longer the Green Goblin. I'm a legitimate businessman. Yeah, that's not my face. So he uh, was the one who defeated the Skrull invasion and he got to be put in charge of S.H.I.E.L.D. And he changed it from S.H.I.E.L.D. to Hammer. H-A-M-M-E-R. Somebody asked him, what does that acronym stand for? And he goes, I don't know. Get our R&D boys to figure it out. He had no acronym for Hammer. But just put like Hammer and Shield. <laughs> it's awesome. It works well together. It I went like from it. a shield to well, a hammer. Get defense to, to offense. Absolutely. Yes. And he found messed up criminals to become, to disguise themselves as the new team of Avengers that were government sanctioned. And he himself was, that's where the Iron Patriot suit came from. Mm-hmm. He took an Iron Man suit. Painted it red, white, and blue. He goes, now that Captain America's dead, I'm your new Captain America and Iron Man in one. I'm Norman Osborn. I'm a good guy. And what he also did is he recruited and manipulated Sentry. Norman Osborn, because with his own issues, as his identity of the Green Goblin and Norman, you know, talking to himself, he was like, I understand you, Sentry. I know where you're coming from. I can help you. Don't you want to be your best self? And he put him on the Dark Avengers team even after the other good guy superhero characters like Tony Stark and Luke Cage and the rest of them were telling Bob, don't be on a team with Norman Osborn, he's a murderer. And Bob was like, I just want to do, like he was manipulated by him. So I could see them holding Sentry for something like that. Right. Yeah, and I like your idea too, Hector, that like there's maybe a twist to this movie. You know, I I was thinking for a long time that this movie would get a new title at some point and it would be like Thunderbolts versus Mm. like the Young Avengers or the X-Men or something like that. Into that, because by the sounds of it, I mean, the way that we left... Um, what's Louis, uh, Julia, Julia Dreyfus's character. Yeah. Contessa, uh, 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 Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. Thank you. you she's go. collecting all of these characters. So she's like visiting each of them. She's basically kind of like assigning them to a task force. Right. Um, and it sounds like it's going to be sort of David Harbour and what we saw in the Black Widow standalone movie. They're going to, um, you know, obviously like, I don't want to go to jail. I didn't do bad things. We're okay. Uh, David Harbour's already got his suit, which is what I feel like the, um, Green the, Goblin? The, the Patriot suit. The I feel Iron like Patriot? that's going to be that instead, oh, maybe. Okay, maybe, okay, because okay. they're already assi- like, assigned to the Thunderbolts. You've got Florence Pugh. Happy birthday, Florence. Oh, happy birthday. birthday happy birthday. Happy birthday. Florence, yeah. you're so no, cool. No, 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 I said it. It's that's true. I'm riding your coattails. Florence, if you're going to date anybody, it's got to be Maude, because she told you happy birthday first, but we're in support of your birthday. That's all we want to say. Happy birthday. Wait, she already had a super old boyfriend. I don't need to be. <laughs> <laughs> Shots called. Sorry, oh, Flo. Sorry. Mm. Hey, anyway, so I think that 
Julia Louis-Dreyfus's character, you said it, Contessa, she's going to be collecting all of these people yeah. and they're going to be the anti-villains that are doing good. Yeah, That's right. what I think this going to be. It's also in a weird position for her because she's now the head of the CIA, yeah. which up until this point, she's been a shadowy figure in the government. She's now yeah. in a front-facing position. She's going to be saw in, to Congress in, in very Wakanda easily. forever, yeah. yeah, like, yeah. I think she's got a black people ops know department. who the head of the CIA is. She's, so. she's got a blops, black ops department. Yeah, that's got to be what... It, this is her green berets, right? I, yeah. I'm going to send them into destabilized countries, which will be interesting. You know, they've said that, like, Brave New World and Thunderbolts are going to be kind of tightly okay. connected. Like, their stories okay. are going to run into each other. Okay. This could all lead into it makes sense. Secret the, Wars the, or the, whatnot. The Captain America political world and the Black Widow world, they're closer than, mm. you know, Spider-Man and Doctor Strange. Right. So it makes sense that, that those two films would be connected in yeah. some ways. What now... X-Men. What about the X-Men? Do you think X-Men would be... We're not going to see them until 2028. Go <laughs> Go They'll probably I mean, show up in Secret Wars somehow, I, but I think they're really slow playing that. Yes, and here's just a real quick side pitch for me on the X-Men. I think that, that Marvel Studios is saying goodbye to the old Fox actors. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah, 100%. Right? Yeah. And when cool, they yeah. get to their X-Men, I think they're going to do a teenager team. I yeah. think they're going to do a they small... Really they're already doing that with Avengers. No, 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 no. Young it's, Avengers? It, yes. All these young yeah. Avengers are old as hell. But here's... here's <laughs> yeah, Young Avengers is... Yes, but picture something like... Um, see, to me, Young Avengers is the sons and daughters of already established Avengers characters, or they are the, the new sort of up-and-comers. And those characters are destined to be Avengers. Yeah. Like Kate Bishop, Hawkeye, Haley Steinfeld, I think that she's... Nepotism. It's, uh, yeah. yeah it's but, but she will be like on the main event. Like there may yeah, be a they're, young they're Avengers gonna, team. They'll just be Avengers. But they'll graduate. Yeah, yeah. But what but, about the end scene of the Marvels? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay. So I think that Kamala Khan, Ms. Marvel, she's getting the young folks and yeah. they're going to be a young Avengers. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe at the end of that movie or story or show... Sam Wilson, Captain America. Somebody's gonna come up and be like, "All right, we'll help. We'll be with you guys. We'll train with you guys. You guys are on the squad, but you're like junior varsity, and we're senior, and and we will train you. But you're all in the Avengers family. The X Men is a completely different thing. Yeah, they're a school. So I think they're gonna do Peter Parker age, high school characters. At least at first, for the first movie. The second movie, that's where you bring in your Wolverines and your Storms. We may see Halle Berry. And we'll say goodbye. Bye, Hallie. Thank you so much, Hallie. We love you as Storm. We loved you. Goodbye. But what I'm saying, when we eventually get to X-Men in the MCU, they're going to be little babies in high school. They're going to be Cyclops yeah. and Jean Grey and Beast and Iceman and Angel. You remember the Phantom Menace? It's going to be that. It's going to be that. baby Boba Fett. And then the, ne Darth Vader. the next movie, they'll bring in like the upperclassmen or the older characters like Wolverine, who's going to be looking like he's 40 years old. So we're going to fan cast the older Wolverine again? If you want to. Every Who do day. you want? Every day. Who do you want? Daniel Radcliffe. Uh, he's a great Wolverine. I love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love he that. keeps Make saying him five, no, six. but wasn't he five six, five four? Uh, Wolverine is five three. Five three. Very close. Five, yeah. Otherwise <laughs> known as three. my knee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <So>. uh, <laughs> Well, uh, when it comes to Sentry, do you think, Sorry. is there a possibility that this was all a ruse and Stephen Young was never going to be Sentry and this was well, all, or they were never going to do Sentry? It was like a fake I think thing. so. I think so. But I have to imagine that, why did Robert Kirkman say that in an interview? Right. Well, it's because, no reason it, it's it. because yeah. he saw it online. Yeah. Okay. If that came out online and we were just talking about the rumor mill, why didn't Stephen Young tell Robert at some point, hey, dude, I'm in that, but I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why didn't he do that? And if Robert Kirkman knew that, then I think he wouldn't have said, he wouldn't have blurted. Right. So I think there's a possibility that, yeah, he was never even Sentry ever, cast a Sentry ever, but I also think there's a possibility that it's legit. I'm in the legit. Yeah. 
yeah. camp. Yeah. I think it was happening. I think that this is simply a scheduling issue with two strikes and the pandemic <sighs> and the be. writers and all that kind of stuff. And they're pushing back. And he's like, listen, I don't know if you've seen how good of my acting has gotten in like the several other yeah, movies. Yeah, I'm a hot command. Yeah, my schedule. I don't have time to wait. My schedule is busy. Yeah. It's a, it's a bummer. can wait. Yeah. It's a bummer because I just saw... Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Mm-hmm. You gave it two stars. Yeah. You gave it two stars. I did. Two One, out of five. Two. two out of five. And spoiler alert. I'm going to spoil it for you. Uh, Willem Dafoe's character is not in it. Right. Willem Dafoe was in the first Aquaman. Yeah. He played Volko. Yeah. The advisor. The spinning thing. The spinning thing. Willem Dafoe's thing. character is killed off in between movies. They wrote him dead. That's never a good sign. And then they... But then they didn't do that to Amber they, Heard. They, mm. Yeah, and they kind mm. of gave the character played by Dolph Lundgren, I feel yeah. like they basically gave that character what would have been Volko's lines. Because uh. he's standing there like, well, what about this, Aquaman? And I'm like, that feels like that was going to be for Willem Dafoe's character. Right. But I think Willem had a scheduling conflict. I think yeah. he could not do Aquaman 2. And it sucks because if I were the people making Aquaman 2, I'd be like, baby, we'll wait for you. You're <laughs> we'll Willem Dafoe. Well, um, but those machines are so huge, they cost... Tens of hundreds of millions of dollars. If Steven Young booked something post-strike yeah. and Marvel was like, okay, we're ready to shoot the Thunderbolts. And Steven's like, dude, I can't. I have to do this thing. He cannot be the sole... That they're like, yeah. listen, man, we loved you a century. Like, you were going to be our guy, but we got to go. Yeah, we got to yeah. move. All these other crew members, actors are depending on this. We have to go. Mm. We're going to have to cast it to somebody else. But maybe that leads into this part two of like, maybe Steven can be, because like, I have to imagine yeah. that's the, like, I don't think that Marvel, they didn't wait for anybody unless it was James Gunn mm-hmm. being fired from and then coming back to Guardians. And really because Guardians Volume 3 wasn't that tied into everything else. They didn't need that domino right. to fall it into place. It could go in wherever it needed to go. They were like, we can wait. We'll wait a couple years. Go do Suicide Squad, Peacemaker, come back, you know. Yeah. But Steven Young is not directing this and he, like... And they need Thunderbolts to line up to Captain America probably. Right. And I think if they have, you know, if Century was a one and done villain for a movie, I think there's better uses of Steven Yeun. And we'll get into that in a second. But first, we want to remind you to check out nerdriot.shop for a ton of great merch. Hey, did you know this? Echo comes out next week. Oh. And you wouldn't know it. And you, and would you? <laughs> you wouldn't know it. Unless. And wouldn't you know it. Check out our Echo-themed merch. Dash will show the graphics, baby. <laughs> Booyah. Who's the monster? Ooh. I'm the monster. It was me. Oh, is Vanessa. that Echo? That's American Echo and ASL. Language? That's right. so cool. And it's bloody all bloody knuckles. knuckles. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And we still oh. also have like Loki merch mugs. Can uh, I? Oh, like that's that. dope. Can I say something about a Doctor Strange shirt? You can get a Doctor Strange shirt. Ooh. Ooh. Keep, keep folding it down. Whoa. Oh. My, my uh, sister just sent me a TikTok. Yeah. I want to talk about Echo and Daredevil for a second. My okay. sister just sent me a TikTok of a woman who's blind and using a cane, and she's walking across a bench, like mm-hmm. a park bench, and then she kind of comes to the end, and then she taps the next little gap of the park bench, and then she kind of hops to it and keeps going, and the guy filming her is kind of chuckling. He's like, what are you doing? And she's kind of laughing. She's like, I'm doing Daredevil shit. And she keeps doing that. And it's funny. She's funny. But it honestly almost choked me up. Because I was like, holy shit. It's true. When Daredevil came out as a character in the 60s as a blind superhero, and some people thought it was going to be offensive, the blind community actually rallied. And they're like, no, we think this is cool. I think it's so fucking cool that there's an Echo shirt with the ASL that spells out Echo. That I'm like. That I'm like, I I hope that that uh, somebody who is deaf can see that and think yeah. that that's cool. I love that. That's so great. That is great, actually. You're right. And grabbing a tea from nerdriot.shop <laughs> is a great way to support <laughs> the break room. <laughs> Woo! So either click in the link in the de- either click the link in the description below or head on over to nerdriot.shop and check it out for yourself. I will say too, in that same vein, I really appreciate uh, 
it was Netflix's Daredevil show that they really up leveled the audio description really? on shows. Oh. That was one of the first shows to have really good audio descriptions. So that a, per so for, a blind person could listen to the show. And, it, and instead of being like, Daredevil walks down the hall, it's like, yeah. Daredevil creeps down the cool. hall. You know, that really set off that trend. And then we see, you know, it Barbie. just grows. You and see Barbie, the ASL? Barbie has an ASL on Love Max. Love it. Um, Prey gets a whole translation yes. into a native language. Yeah. Uh, episode of What If is yeah. all done in like the Mohawk language. language. Like, so beautiful cool. stuff. Guys, let's be better. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we can all be better. What is Man. Hank doing in here? Hank what is like just vibing here? in the desk right Everything now. Everything you just described, it's like they spared no expense. You spared know? no expense. Lash. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta watch your side fights for that one. <laughs> Uh, Ian Freeze! <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about Steven Young some more because yeah. that's our topic for today. Uh, I think there's better use for him in the MCU. Even when it was kind of like, he's going to play Sentry. I, my first result was like, eh? Yeah. Is that the best use of him? Now, Marvel has surprised me a ton of times with characters I was not excited to see. Nebula. They were done great. Peggy yeah, Carter. Nebula. Most of the Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. I was like not really like hyped for. Peggy's casting? No, I loved, I'm saying, yeah. for, I'm saying their <laughs> casting is amazing, right. but... The characters from the comic books, right. I didn't have an attachment yeah, yeah. to Peggy Carter. I didn't have an attachment to Nebula, daughter of Thanos. And then Karen Gillan starts playing right. her, and they start writing this story in the movies. Yeah. And I'm like, Nebula's one of my favorite Guardians members now. Yeah. I loved Baron Zemo in the comics, but he's way better in the MCU. Oh. I love what they do with okay. him in the MCU. Okay. Now, I think... <laughs> <laughs> little dance. I think Steven Yeun not doing Sentry is a great thing. And it could be a, an even better thing. Okay. Because uh, I think there's better use for him in the MCU somewhere else where... Like we were saying, especially if the Sentry is just like a one-and-done type right. villain, which they are known to do. Uh, on Slack, like Eric Voss mentioned yesterday, immediately, like he'd be a great Johnny Storm, which I think is like a very strong casting move for them. I like putting is. Steven Young. Steven Young is like a hot commodity right now. You were just saying it. His acting is incredible. Mm -hmm. Beef was great. Mm -hmm. uh, Minari, incredible. The trailer from Minari brought me to tears constantly. Mm -hmm. um, I, I love the idea of putting him in a, a hero role somewhere where he's got you know let's sign him on for three pictures right at the top yeah. is there an x-men like he'd be better off playing yeah right? uh all of those options are great and i have to imagine in the back of their mind marvel's like we've got to get him for something because you know james gunn has his picture <laughs> up on a wall somewhere yeah for sure yeah if he was smart yeah but, and he is so he the, probably does the role of sentry would be really really Incredible for any actor. Yes, it's I a great the acting. duality of it. Yes, it's yeah. a great actor. Now, do you think role. the void is just going to be a CGI? They're mo capping and well, providing a voice, or do if, they do like some kind of if practical they were, effect? If they were smart, now people would disagree with this with the with varying degrees of success. But look what they did with Christian Bale as Gore the God Butcher. Sure. Gore looks very Voldemort. In yeah, the comics. yeah. Very like he's got tentacles, like, graphic and, and very like very otherworldly and could have been pure CG. Right. But they were like, we want to see Christian Bale's face. Mm -hmm. And I think that was a good call. And so I, I like the makeup they designed on that. Right. I, if, if they were smart, they would have the void be a similar thing. Maybe it's Unless a... Unless it is like your fight club where you don't know it's two separate people. Well, you don't know. You have to have two completely I'll, different actors. I'll say this. I'll say this. Not a lot of people know this, but uh, in the movie Doctor Strange, Benedict Cumberbatch played Doctor Strange. But he also, at the end of the movie, he voiced Dormammu. Yeah. He was a, he, And I think they did mocap on his right. head. And he like, what? What is that? That was him as Dormammu. So maybe the void could be something where it's a great acting opportunity. Yeah. You know, I mean, Cumberbatch was smog. 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 
and and then you know he's getting all into it yeah, and, you, like, and you really can't tell when you watch the movie that you, right. you know that's there but the void could be another cool cg motion capture thing but you can still kind of see the performance through yeah. and they disguise the voice and at the end the twist is the void is, is the same actor who plays the sentry they could do that so. right yeah. but i would imagine if you're doing sentry in the thunderbolts and the void thing yeah do you wrap up that problem by the end know. of that movie? Or like, well, we didn't fix the void problem. Yeah, because he's the too powerful. The center in the void will be back in Avengers Five. Yeah, he's too. It's like you're right. He's too powerful. Like they, yeah. they, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I think there's better a better use of Steven. Do you agree with Eric? Do you think it should be Johnny Storm? I think he'd be a, an excellent Johnny Storm. Johnny Storm's young. Ooh. Well, Ooh. if you want to do it that way, yeah. I want I want young Sue. And I think I think a forty year old Reed. Johnny Storm would actually make. I want an older Johnny. Sad. <laughs> he's having like a midlife he's crisis. Yeah. He's, he's like, phase, he's like, like Sue, he's I had a divorce, but this yeah. fire is great. Yeah. I'm loving this. Yeah. And Sorry, Sue's, Sue's constantly like, Johnny, you're 40 years old. Yeah. Sue, I'm Tinder now, baby. <laughs> Boom. And he lights like, on fire. Uh, That's Sue, like that one. Sis, I'm hot. I'm hot shit. Yeah. Okay. Everybody yeah. loves Literally. me. Literally. Literally. And you're just whoa, like, whoa. I say bring back Chris Evans as Johnny. No. <laughs> I <laughs> love Chris Evans as Johnny Storm. Great. Him and Chickless were the best. Now, yes. let's say Gunn gets, gets there first. Yeah. Marvel's dropped the ball. <laughs> Marvel. Well, honestly, hang on. Before we get okay. to DC for a second, I do want to mention that Stephen Yun as Johnny Storm, if they're doing an, uh, whatever age Stephen Yun is, mm -hmm. Because, I mean, Asian don't raisin. We know this, right? right Black right. don't crack. Asian don't raisin. He looks great for his age. I don't know how old Stephen Young is. If you told me he was 33. I think 62. If you told me Stephen he was 60. 40. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah, I believe it. Um, if he's Johnny Storm, I want Susan Storm to also be an Asian woman. And, and it's, don't do the adoptive. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I understand it was that. A good, it was a good attempt. There was an attempt. I, I, think, attempt. It a, I, I think it was a bad I think it was a bad attempt. I think it was Hollywood using the the excuse of, well, you know, adoptive families are real families. Right, right, right. And you go, yeah, don't pull that shit on me. Don't make me feel like an asshole. I know this. Yeah, yeah, do yeah. a story about an adoptive family. Don't do a story where you're still justifying hiring a white woman. Because you're like, we got to have a hot white woman on the poster. Right. And her brother's Michael Or B. make Jordan. Reed Richards a person of color. Or Ben Grant. Well, Ben Grant would be a problem because then he's you just change. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. He's, he's an orange. He's <laughs> orange. Most, but honestly, the Fantastic Four and their ethnicity, their race is, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's an issue, but it's something that should be taken into consideration. Because mm -hmm. it is four characters. Three of them are visibly, you see their faces all the time. Yeah. And then the thing, Ben Grimm. For the thing, I feel like number one is you just got to get a Jewish guy. Yeah. That's because the thing is Jewish. Like yeah, he's yeah. the main Jewish superhero. Very key. But if you want to have the storms be Asian, do it. Mm -hmm. I don't, I even wouldn't want to have Jessica Alba, who's a Latina actress. Uh, they gave her the blue contacts, blue contacts and dyed her hair blonde. I'm like, don't even do that. Yeah. If, if he's Johnny Storm and they hire like Constance Wu to be Susan Storm, let her look like Constance Wu. Mm -hmm. I don't give a shit. Don't, don't try to make it line up and, you know what I'm saying? That doesn't matter as much. I say let Gemma Chan do it. Give her a third character. I give her a third oh, MCU you. character. Give her 10 of I would love Gemma Chan. She's really great. She's amazing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I mean, you brought up like, well then maybe Reed could be a man of color and right. if the storms are still white and blonde and sort of their classic look. And yeah. there's so many variations in different opportunities I mean, there. It, it, you go back to the original Avengers lineup in the MCU. It's pretty white. It's, you know? yeah. it's like... Because it, Nick Fury's there, but he's not on the team yeah, technically. Yeah. When he's they do the panning you know, shot in Avengers, yeah. you're like, oh, this is great. Yeah. Oh, that's a green guy, I guess. <laughs> At least there's team. a woman. Uh, they did so, something. So they can take that into consideration. I'm just, again, saying, like, if it's Steven as Johnny Storm, mm -hmm. Susan, I want her to be, also be an Asian woman and to have that Asian representation to brother and sister, I think that would be fantastic. Yeah. So there was someone else in the previous show saying that he would make a really good Nightwing. 
Well, yeah, I was saying that if James Gunn is trying to pull him into the DC world, I agree with that. Put him in a Nightwing. What a great Nightwing! Yeah, but like we're talking again, he's forty, so this isn't just like I'm sick of being in Batman's shadow. This is oh my god, I'm doing my own stuff. I've been Nightwing for years, killing me, which is the truth of it all, really. Yes, he's like Damien. You gotta get out of here. Great. Yeah, Dick's story is great. Yeah, one of my favorites. He's one of my favorite stories. Wait, I, I used to have a poster of him on my wall. Really? Yeah. Was he turned around so you could see his butt? No, but uh, I know exactly the one. If I yeah. close my eyes, I can see it. Did you call in to get Jason killed? <laughs> no, I, I'm not that horrible. <laughs> Plenty of people did. And Maude also wasn't born until 2002, so she wouldn't oh, have been true. able to call in right. in the 80s to what get Jason that? Todd killed. That's a phone. No. Uh, used phones to be are like this. this. Wow. Oh, you young whippersnappers. I swipe. I've never seen a phone like this. an established Dick Grayson would be great, but then that does pose the question of like, well, then does Bruce Wayne like 60? Because yeah. damn. Make damn, how, how make him 60? Who cares? Yeah, um, when he's on George, steroids. George Clooney. I can, yeah, he Hugh Jackman's it. like 60. You're telling me he couldn't be Batman? Is Hugh Jackman 60? He's, I think he's, he's close, right? I want to say. Use, use your Australian senses. Yeah. How old is Hugh Jackman? 50, I'm 58. <laughs> 57? Um, 54. Any other DC characters you guys think Stephen would be 54. great at? 55. 55. Very nice. Very nice. Close 55. Enough. Very nice. If you add them together and divide enough. it by my three um, pieces. <laughs> It's still older. Than uh, any, any other DC characters other than Nightwing? Interesting. I mean, Hank, do you have an opinion, oh. Hank? Oh, hey, this dog is in love with me. Mm. You could bring him in. I mean, put him in the, as a villain in the DC universe. They have some of the best villains. Yeah, they do have some good you know. villains. That's why I'm excited. I mean, I hate to say the J word, but he could be a Joker. Joker. Let, yeah. let everyone be a Joker at some point, right? He'd be really good. Uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, there's just a whole, there's a whole list of characters. But Stephen, he's so good at vulnerability. Yeah, he's, he can make me cry. He's so good when he was on The Walking Dead. Yeah, his voice acting in Invincible. So good. So That's good. The thing. He may be forty, but he is playing a teenager. That's true. He's playing That's true. So he has a youth. He has a real young energy. Mm. And there's, um, there are people yeah. who are like, oh, put him in a live action Invincible. He's too old to I be. I agree a with live that. action. I, I agree that he's too old for that. I think that uh, that's a great opportunity to bring in like an unknown. 19 year old yeah. Asian Korean American kid to come in and play. like that would crush. That would be awesome. Because as much as I'd love to see J.K. Simmons play Omni Man, yeah. mm -hmm. I think he's too old. He's jacked. Yeah. He's, he's certainly very jacked. We all saw the Tomorrow enough. War and we were like, what happened? He's, what? He's certainly. Also, why did we watch the Tomorrow War? I don't know. J.K. Simmons is the most ripped uh, Commissioner Gordon. <laughs> Of all time. Uh, of all say that to Gary Oldman's face. I'll uh, say it to Gary I Oldman's face. I think Gary Oldman would agree with that. <laughs> Gary Oldman would be like, He would be like, you know what? I've never seen a Jew. Uh, it's not uh, part of his process. Did you know that Gary Oldman was married to my second cousin for like 13 years? I did Whoa. know that. No, I didn't know that. I did not know that. There you go. Yeah, you cool. You didn't. I, uh, why would I know that? I know that you also have a famous band member in your family. Yep. My uncle. Yeah. An Australian band member. Oh, I knew that. Okay. Have you heard the band Midnight Oil? Midnight Oil. You wouldn't have because you were born in 2002. <laughs> oh, big in the late Are they on Spotify? Yeah. I, I almost... You know, I found out that their first song, like the number of song, has like 257 million listens. Oh, they wow. Are. So they yeah. got about They've made 14... $50. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's great. That's a weird owl joke, That's but great. you know, <laughs> it's true, he's right to, to say it. Here's the thing about casting in the DCU. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's so big and it, it, it's too big right now. I can't even think about... You know, like, I'm like, I need to see Superman Legacy. I need to see, like, I don't know what the direction of the whole thing is going to be right now. Mm. Am I going to say, like, yeah, I think Steven would make a great Swamp Thing. Yeah, he probably could. 
he'd be awesome at that. It's the all vulnerability in that one. Vulnerability yeah. for Alec Holland, and then he gets turned into Swamp Thing. But I'm just like you want to you want to see the face. It's such a like it's easier for me to cast in the MCU because I know what's at play. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I know what, wiping the slate clean. I know what hasn't been done yet. I know what Steven could kind of do. Like, it's just easier for me to plug that in. All right. Yeah. So Steven, uh, phase six. Yeah. Where you see him? I got, uh, I came up with two. Okay. okay. Um, one that I saw, uh, 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 I came up with, I, I still am going to go for Andy Samberg. Four. But Nova. Oh, Richard Ryder Nova? Nova. Yeah. Okay. Because I would like Richard Ryder Nova to be a little bit more comedic, and I want the Sam Alexander Nova, who's the young kid, to be mm. kind of the main Nova, almost like a Kamala Khan, Carol Danvers relationship. Mm. But I think Stephen Young could play a character like Richard Ryder Nova, this sort of like main character type of a thing going forward. And in the cosmic side, I also came up with um, maybe the most prominent Asian superhero in Marvel right now is Amadeus Cho Hulk. Yeah. The totally awesome Hulk. And Amadeus Cho starts out as kind of a kid character. Is he too old to be Amadeus Cho? No, because Amadeus Cho's mother is supposed to be in Avengers Age of Ultron. She's the young yeah, she's doctor the, who's like in two scenes. Uh, I think her makes name is, the vision. I think her name is Helen Cho. Right, it and is. she she makes a joke about wanting to go to Thor's uh, party because Thor's going to be there because she has a crush on Thor. And I'm like, at that point, could she not have a son that's already like 12, 15 years old? Sign. And then that movie's set in 2015. Right. And in the MCU right now, we're in 2020. Six. 2020, going into the year 2026. Yeah, yeah. So Amadeus Cho could be 26 years old, 25 years old, yeah. could be 30. She could have had it already a t maybe a 20 year old son. Asian don't raisin. I don't know how old Helen Cho is supposed to be. Yeah, we she's don't know. She's a doctor. Yeah. So she's done yeah. at least nine years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. At least admitted. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was also like a, an expert in her field. But then again, right. geniuses can be very young, like Amadeus Cho is going to be. Yeah. So anyway, that was my pitch is just like, like he that. could be the Hulk of a kind of a new generation going sure. forward. Sure, we're gonna have a ton of Hulks in the I want, I want someone called the Totally Awesome, what was yeah, that? Yeah, Totally Awesome Hulk. Yeah, that's gotta be Stephen Young for sure. Right, I think he could do that. He'd I can good. see him saying yeah. that. I'm Totally great. Awesome Hulk. I, I say, keep it, get him in the MCU. Don't don't let this slip by. Okay. I know they're waiting so long to put in X-Men, but yeah. like, he, any options. I was thinking Cyclops immediately yeah. for him. I didn't also, think that's too serious. Let him be Gambit. Make him do a oh. Baton Rouge accent. <laughs> Let's have a little Mona Me. Oh. <laughs> this guy knows what I'm talking about. Can I see him? Let him be Professor X. Some cards? Let's yes, shave his I head. Can. Let him be Rogue. Let's have a male Rogue. Why not? Let's go full Rogue. Let's I'm go still, full I'm Rogue. Still going, I'm still rooting for Kiki Palmer as Rogue. Oh, but I like oh, that a lot. A I like that a lot. That's stuck. I, yeah. I mean, I think he could be. Uh, I think they could take a character like, um, in the comics, there's a Japanese X-Men character for a hot minute, Sunfire. Mm -hmm. He's from Japan. And I'm like, you could do that, or you could do, uh, I know that uh, Steven Yeun is Korean. You could do like a, like he's like a Korean-American character, or you could do, he could be, um, in terms of the X-Men world. I mean, Cyclops, yeah, but again, I'd like them to be teenagers. Is he too young to be Doctor Doom? We know they're going to sneak in a Doctor yeah, Doom somewhere. I think so. And too nice. Especially if Pedro Pascal is... He doesn't, he doesn't have that old villain face. doesn't have that yeah. energy. I want to root for Stephen Young. I don't want to yeah. root against him. Well, maybe know? we root for Doctor Doom in this universe. No. Because Lad Barry <laughs> has been done dirty. No. No, I don't know if he's going to do it. Rumor is the internet right now is going, Killian Murphy, Oppenheimer is Doctor Doom. And I'm like, I'll root against Killian Murphy. I've yeah. done it before and I'll do it again. Yeah. yeah. Good point. But I don't want to root against Stephen. Yeah. I wanna, oh. Peaky yeah, fucking no. blinders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as long uh, as he does the thing with the cigarette. What about Stephen Young as Mr. Sinister? Oh, X-Men no. John Hamm is my Mr. Sinister. <laughs> what? To the day I Why? die. That's what it was going to happen. That's what was going to happen. John Hamm? He, John Hamm has said. Can I say something? He had conversations about it. I'm not the person to say this because I'm not a. 
I'm I'm not a member. I, I I think that was shot. That rumor was shot down that they actually shot. I think oh. he he said in a follow up interview because he gets asked all the time by oh. the nerds about yeah. it. Like, were you going to be Mister Sinister? Uh, I I don't think they ever did like a makeup test or anything. But I will say in the season of Fargo, he's great, very menacing, very evil, and he has nipple piercings, which makes me think okay, he, his character for whatever reason has his nipples pierced. Here's what I'm even though say. it's like just, a hard right, bro. You just sheriff. threw me. You just threw me because I was going to say. I'm not the person to say this. I'm not a member of, L- of the LGBTQ plus community, but I've always felt like Mr. Sinister was kind of like a, he's a right, like a very he's fabulous a, character. Yeah, gay coded. Gay coded. Yeah. So I'm like, if it's, like, I think it would be great if, if in the cape, a member of the community, the an actor could 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 play that character. <laughs> but now that you just told me that John Hamm had like nipple piercing, then this is he has season it. In Fargo? Fargo. If you're not watching this season right. of Fargo, it's I watched great. The first episode, it was amazing. I have to get it's back so to good. You don't have to watch all of Far- Fargo's an no. anthology. You can skip a lot of those seasons. Uh, like first the two seasons ones. are great. Yeah. The last season was not great. Uh, this season is very good. Check it out, John Hamm. What was the last season? Was that the one that was in the past? That was the Chris Rock season. Oh, I saw that one. I, think. I didn't like that one as much. Who else? It was. Was in that? Uh, I forget. Exactly. The lady who played the evil nurse. She's good. She's been in stuff. Nurse Ratchet. No, not From that. One nurse. flew over the cuckoo's in nest? Fargo season. What is it? Three. It's set in the past. This is five right now. Oh, so maybe I'm the thinking last of four. One I... I don't know. I Guys, don't know. this is a great conversation. I think. Anyway, uh, who do I think? Yeah. Could be, Marvel. Uh, yeah. Who do you like? Century oh. In Stephen Yun's place. Oh, yeah. Let's yeah. say. Let's say they're keeping Century. Yeah. Who do you want to keeping uh, Century? It's just a scheduling conflict. Um, when you do look at the comic, uh, there has been rumor mill, not rumor mills, but people are projecting some ideas. Alexander Skarsgård. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. I like that. Really honing in on that tall, sort of middle-aged yeah. mm-hmm. man who could here's, be broken. Here's a one. Could do very nice and sweet, and you can also That's do, true. Here's the one wrench I'm going to throw into that. He's been cast as Murderbot, and that's actually gotten a bit oh. of an outrage because Murderbot is a sentient, it's like a sentient Who's program. Who's cast Murderbot? Alexander Skarsgård. Weird choice. I know, because oh. that character in the books, I interviewed the author, yeah. was purposely written without any identifying features, mm. including uh, race and yeah. gender. Yeah. And then they got Interesting. Alexander Scott. <laughs> who's the manliest man. Cis man. Yeah. Who's very blonde-haired and blue. I can't have that argument. I can't let, make that argument. Let, <laughs> let me throw another wrench, too, for him playing Sentry. Uh, you're very good at an American accent. He's not. Uh, he's not, right? That's not just me? No. I don't think he is. I don't think he's great at an American accent. You can still hear his yes. European accent. Yes. I'm so, I, and I need, and a guy named Bob Reynolds, I need him to sound <laughs> like Reynolds. he's from. Meth, meth addict, Bob Reynolds. I, I need him to sound like he's from New York from like 15 years ago. Bob Reynolds. Bob Reynolds. And then turns into the century. Here's, here's my pitch for the century. Very Superman. Uh, I'm going with like uh, a say, white male blonde Sure. Fellow. Don't say Henry Cavill. No, no, Charlie absolutely not. Uh, no, mm-hmm. though he would be an interesting choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Boyd Holbrook. I oh, love Boyd Holbrook. Bro, bro Boyd Holbrook. In the new... Uh, Indiana, Jones. Indiana Jones. Oh, yeah, he yeah. was also yeah. in Logan. Logan. He's in Logan. Yes. He's Hiller in Logan. Yeah. Uh, uh, he's in this most he's, recent Justified City Primeval. He is great. He's like the and, Charlie Hunnam adjacent. Well, <laughs> yeah. he's a better actor than Charlie Hunnam. No, no Oh, take that, oh King Arthur. No offense to Charlie Hunnam. Oh. <laughs> no, that that's could not Charlie Hunnam's do fault. Do an Irish accent to save his life. Could he? Supposedly, Charlie Hunnam, because he was playing Jax for so long on Sons of Anarchy, it fucked up his natural accent oh. doing that California accent for so long. Oh. It kind of fucked up his regular accent, and now he's kind oh, of all in the place. Nice. Anyways, Boyd Holbrook is great, and he he is like a man of a thousand faces. Yeah, like, 
he is so menacing in yeah. City Primeval. Yeah. Uh, really great. I, I think he would be a great century. Great choice. He's not super buff, but I don't think you need to be he super big boy. buff. He's a big boy. Another one, and this is an actor that's actually gone on paper. Someone did a fan casting with him as the role of Sentry, and he posted it on his Instagram <gasps> okay. in a bid to get that role. Was it Hector? I don't, it was Hector. Let's bring I, up the photo. I don't know how I feel. Sometimes I love it when actors do that, and other times I'm like, you're thirsty. You're yeah, thirsty. Well, <laughs> don't actually do Thirsty do runs it. with Hursty, and his name is Ryan. Ryan Hurst? Ryan Hurst? Oh, here we go. Thirsty Thespian. Hey. Uh, uh, who's, who's Ryan Hurst? Now, he was, is it Hurst or Hurst? I'm going to need a fact check on this one because I read it this morning. He was also on Sons of Anarchy, but he's a 47 year old guy. Oh. So, this is the whole plea of Bob being middle aged, being very average uh -huh. who stumbles upon the okay. soldier serum and then all of a sudden has the power of a thousand suns um 10,000 suns now could to could the degree could we got a picture of him i'm, I'm just look gonna him up right now <laughs> look him up right now <laughs> now could could century be like a good way to retcon in like the fantastic four if they go with the century and oh. they go with the story of like yeah, the century or was around first. in the 80s and First? the void First. wiped everyone's memory, right? Mm -hmm. If that did happen, maybe there were the Fantastic Four and we don't remember them because of the void. That's oh, sloppy and I don't like it, but they could do it. <laughs> I, it's I, sloppy and I don't I like was, it. It's I giving phase it. six. I was, I was thinking about it and I was thinking that maybe they're going to postpone, because Thunderbolts comes out before Avengers Secret Wars, correct? Yes, yes, yes. yes. That maybe the they'll, end. Secret Wars is the end. Secret yeah. Wars is the end. There's nothing post-Secret Wars right now. That we, Yeah, nothing that's like on paper. Been announced. Shang-Chi 2 is like after. So I was thinking maybe they could do after Secret Wars and there is a universe reset. Mm -hmm. That's where the Sentry comes in and goes, I was here since right after yeah, yeah. Iron Man first appeared. You guys just in, got here, but in, I've been here. In 2008, I first appeared in 2008, right yeah. after Iron Man did on the on the West Coast. And I'm flying around New York, and I would, you know, but everyone forgot about me. I think that would be cool, because that really doesn't take away from, yeah. because the Sentry wasn't actually a comic book character in those old comics in the 60s, right, right. there. Right. Look that I pointed at the Didn't pillar. Didn't exist. The Sentry was not there. The Sentry was a creation that came out in like 1999 or 2000 mm. or 2001, and they retroactively inserted him yeah. like a Force Gump digitally into these kind of older thing. I love that idea. So do that, but don't do it to all of the Fantastic Four. I feel like Fantastic Four needs to be legit when they first show up. Uh, number one on a lot of these casting lists, they're saying Henry Cavill should do this. Of course, because we have no imagination. Because Henry Cavill <laughs> played Superman, so immediately the sure. internet the internet goes to, oh, the Marvel version of Superman should is Superman. Hyperion yeah, yeah. in the Squadron Supreme. Henry Cavill should play Hyperion. And then they should get Ben Affleck to play Nighthawk. And then they should get Gal Gadot to play Power Princess. And, they should, and it's just like, that's never going to happen. Don't do that. Don't do it. But if people want more Henry Cavill, let them. I can't encourage I speak that, on behalf of I'm okay with I can't Henry, encourage it. Henry Cavill playing Sentry. If no, I wanted to play Doctor Doom. <laughs> no, if Henry Cavill is himself in the movie, and he's addicted to meth, and he stumbles onto the formula. He's actor Henry Cavill. Yeah, he's actor Henry Cavill. Yeah, he he actor up, Henry Cavill <laughs> gets the power of... No, I mean, honestly... It, turns out, it turns out it was the Void that got him fired from The Witcher. I, it was the Void that got him... <laughs> I would almost... I'm Sherlock. No, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> I, I would almost rather... I don't know who I want Cavill to play. If I want Cavill to be in the MCU, because I feel husband. like it's it's too distracting, because he's so he was Superman. I think that after James Gunn resets everything and we get an actor playing Superman and Batman and Wonder Woman and everybody, I think that that's going to be more likely to have a Marvel DC crossover. Yeah, and I'd rather just have, you know, Marvel characters actually meet Superman. I don't want you know I don't want them to have to do the thing of, wasn't well, that cheeky? This actor who plays the DC right, version right. of this is now over. And like mm. that's. 
Don't, don't okay. be cheating with me. Okay. Um, Who do you think would be Sentry? Let us know in the comments. David Cornsweat. Oh, <laughs> what a pull. What a pull. <laughs> what a pull. Well, that's it for us today. Make sure to subscribe to the Break Room channel right here on YouTube. And check us out on Twitch, where we do these shows live. And you can see all the stuff we cut out for YouTube. My gosh, we spoke about Jurassic Park for, twi- we spoke about Jurassic Park for 20 minutes. Yeah. 20 whole it's minutes. minutes. I'm it's just, two. Uh, Oh yeah. my god, we all yeah, did our own dinosaur impersonation. Awesome. We're gonna go back to it, don't worry. It's awesome. Uh, does anyone want to plug their socials? I'm feeling generous today. No. Maud Garrett, follow me. <laughs> Great. Uh, and be sure to follow <laughs> at BreakRoomNR on Twitter and Instagram and X uh, and Threads. We're on Threads. Yeah? Uh, nah. And Twitch and nah. wherever else we might be. We'll catch you next time. Late escape is goodbye. Thanks for listening. You can check out our Break Room live streams at Break Room NR on Twitch at 3 p.m. Pacific. And don't forget to subscribe on YouTube. You can find us at Break Room NR on Instagram and X. Thanks for listening. Later, Gators.